like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... That was the most polite start to this podcast in like a hot minute. In maybe ever. Potentially ever, ever, yes. Yeah. It was the most polite, like, please, ladies. Thank you. We are about to begin, if I may have your attention, so that we can start this promptly and on time. Shut up. Because we've been Yeah, you you forgot the most important part, which was when I asked you to shut up. But you did it so politely. It was so politely. (laughs) To be fair, you tell us to shut up multiple times a week in addition to the podcast that's true <laughs> i get shot yes I, I had to think about it but yes that is true i do do that mm-hmm. because yeah. i am great <laughs> uh, telling nope. people to shut up because you're great no yeah. but what is absolutely not no no what is great Lovely segue. What is great? Tell me about a great thing. Is the job that Magellan TV has offered for 2021. For some reason, I heard Vagellan, like vagina. Magellan. But I assume you said Magellan. Yes. Like the explorer. Yes, the explorer. So Magellan TV. Tune into Vagina TV, VTV. I think that's just OnlyFans. No, because this one's oh. on television. Oh, you don't have to pay for it. You don't oh, have no, to use a behind... Slingbox or Apple TV in never... order to get your vaginas on your television here you on know VTV. You so funny? I went to like, oh, it's like a feminist network. Like everything, every show on this is going to pass the Bechtel test. No. And you went to OnlyFans. We really went to. I was like, where else do you see I just, vaginas? yeah. Yeah. What vaginas are only two things. Aggressive feminism. Or porn. And porn. <laughs> Arguably, there's some overlap there. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. The little Venn bit. diagram is uh, it's it's more of a circle than you think. Right. Uh, <laughs> the Venn diagram is lesbian porn. But anyway, <laughs> Magellan that television. definitely passes the Bechtel test, right? Oh, that's a you know, thousand percent. Yeah. Every character, yeah, is female. Um, I'm no. here to fix your cable. <laughs> no, I'm here to fix your streaming service. So Magellan fi- TV. <laughs> Yeah, I'm here to fix your Hulu. Yeah, your Hulu. So they I'm to, are. I'm here to help with your uh, home improvement and/or succulents. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. I was gonna say that the cable repairman storyline and pornography doesn't really play anymore, does it? No. No. Yeah. I mean, and I was thinking like lesbian porn, right? What is it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah, a door-to-door yeah. uh, carabiner saleswoman. You want to go I, take a ride in my Subaru? <laughs> yeah, I'm a Subaru sales clerk. I'm a Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, lesbian <laughs> listeners, do you own a Subaru? Yes or no? You send us an email, boozerboothpodcast@gmail.com. <laughs> send us pictures of your lesbian me, Subaru. Show me your Subaru. <laughs> I have multiple female friends who own Subarus who are not lesbians. Oh, do you know that? Are you sure? My brother has a Subaru. He's a lesbian. Oh, 100%. Um, No. So anyway, Magellan TV streaming service. They are offering its third annual true crime watch dream job, where essentially they pay you 2,400 bucks, give you a free year subscription to watch 24 hours of true crime documentaries in a 48 hour period. Document your experience on social media. What fun. That's the easiest. Oh, that's fun. And it's any... 
It's any true crime you want that's no. on their service. Pum, uh, it, well, no. So the documentaries to be watched by the selected candidates include episodes of okay. Murder Maps, Lady Maps, uh, uh, Maps that murder, Lady Killers. Oh, that is definitely on vaginal TV. Yep. Yeah. Vagellin. Women that murder. Good. Ten like steps it. to murder. Ooh. This is about shoes that kill. Nurses who kill. <laughs> Okay, okay I, I know what that one's that's, about. That's the uh, you know side show to Lady Killers. That's like their offshoot. Yeah. Um, murder on the internet. Okay, <laughs> that's it's when the internet kills. Murder you. on the internet. It's subsection or subseries. Twenty first century murder. Oh, okay. Internet, I'm it, glad. Modern day murder. Internet and that kills is when they post porn and you jack so hard you tear your penis you off and bleed out, and you just die. And it's just a bunch of stories about that. And and the sub sub section of that. Cyber crimes with Ben Hammersley. Ben Hammersley. So ben. I've never heard of any of these. So I assume these are all on Magellan. Uh, yeah, these yes. are all like IPs that are unique to Magellan. To Magellan, and and by offering this little, you know, twenty four hundred bucks, you write about it on social media. The hopes that your followers would be like, oh my god, these sound like fun. They subscribe to Magellan TV, get all the true crime they could possibly want. Applications are being accepted until April eighteenth. So kids, we got about a week. To okay. get our applications in to watch 24 hours of true crime in four, in a 48-hour period. That is a solid okay, full I day could, of TV watching. I could definitely do that. One, I have probably already done that right, historically. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Never heard of Magellan TV, but I would watch, even if they're shitty. It's, I mean, like HBO has sub- some pretty shitty true crime documentaries. I've watched them. <laughs> and you get a free subscription. How many shitty true crime? Hey, man, you can learn something. We all learn something. Yeah. Everybody loves to learn. I, I, I do love to learn. I love television. I love true crime. And my, you know, seven followers on the one social media site that I kind of still use. Yeah. Would be I'm so happy to learn of my. All about the true crime. That cyber you, crimes with Ben Hammersley. Hammersley. Yes. Wow, man, Ben Hammersley better be hot. Let's look at him. Let's look at Ben um, Hammersley. What does he look like? Ben Hammersley. You know, in my head, for some reason, he looks like Ben Shapiro, which is like not Ooh, the move. Ooh, that's not good. I picture, um, what's his name from uh, Borderlands 3? Hammers, was his name Hammersmith? Hammer, what's one of the cute? Hammerlock? Hammerlock. Yeah. Hammerlock. I- oh, that guy, the like Australian <gasps> dude. <gasps> I'm right. He does oh look God, like yeah. Hammerlock. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my god, he kinda does. That mustache is magnificent. That is a magnificent mustache. He looks like if Hammerlock fucked like uh JK Simmons. Yeah, or or like a Chris Maloney. He's got like a Chris Maloney sort of look about him. A little bit, yeah. More hair. And was bald. Yeah, I was like, he's got more hair. But yeah, he is a hammerlock. He and there's a picture of him with glasses on. And they are. He actually looks like what happens when when Hammerlock and Jacobs finally do have their butt baby, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would watch him mansplain true crime to me. Sure, sure. Why not? Sure. I love a luxurious ginger mustache. That that caterpillar on his top lip. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Man, I'm one of the small percentage of women who's not turned off by a ginger man. That's not. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Not turned on by them either, but that's okay. Hey, you know what? Teach their own. Speaking of being turned on. That was good. Hi. <laughs> Hi. I was like, speaking of gingers, one of us here is. <laughs> Ish. Stop it. Welcome to speaking the- Speaking of turned on gingers. I'm uh, speaking of turned on. 
<laughs> just thinking about this thinking about me and my girlfriend in our Subaru watching true crime. <laughs> That's Welcome. the love story right there, guys. Welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. We drink thematically appropriate beer. And apparently one of the co-hosts is like romanticizing a lesbian relationship. Yeah, in a super in the back of a Subaru with great yeah. Wi-Fi connection. <laughs> I'm here for it. Yeah. I love houseplants. Yes. There's nothing wrong with a houseplant. I would love it to to date someone handy who can help me with things around the house. <laughs> yes. Together your powers combined can get so much done. Yeah. The you know, the cooking. You're I enjoy dogs cook. as children and doing things outdoors. I feel like I would be an asset to the lesbian community. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a shame I don't feel that way but I would I be a know. really good asset I mean <laughs> it's a spectrum uh, <laughs> it is a spectrum <laughs> I went to college let's just leave it at that yeah uh, <laughs> speaking of deep sea diving <laughs> our stories this week you know that's it's, I mean we are deep diving yep. into something yep into some dark hole so our <laughs> beer this week yep Get down in there. Get it. Get Salty. It. So, so Dark. <laughs> the pressure. Wow. I'm here for it. Yeah. Briny. Uh, so our <laughs> beer this week, it's called Underbite IPA. It's from uh, Big Dogs, which is a brewery out of Las Vegas. <clears throat> and it has a really cute bulldog on it who has, or like, I don't know, some kind of brownie dog i don't know what kind of dog that is he's like bullishy dog or yeah he's got a he's got the classic bulldoggy underbite he's yep. taking a little nippity nap yep you super. would think obviously we're talking about oceans how do we get there from this dog beer yeah it's true and i will tell you it's because the can is like a very ocean blue mm-hmm. and the font is a very like yellow submarine kind of font it was yep. just it was serving ocean vibes it really was you know the uh, it was like an underwater seaish underbite underbitey yeah so it was giving yeah we it was definitely giving us that's the vibe was yep. oceany vibes yep. so we we're like haunted ocean maybe not ghosts whatever that means to you we landed on evil waters evil waters makes perfect sense i'm so glad you yep. came along on this journey with us and i think we both kind of did cryptids and it's a can with an animal on it we both kind of i think did animals uh, mine Ish. is an animal. Yeah, mine's an animal. Adjacent. Mine's no, also. Mine is an animal. Mine's 100%. a solid animal. Solid animal. Solid I told animal. Mama Melly before we started. I am now convinced that my cryptid is real. Oh yeah, mine is too. Really? Oh yeah. Nice. Well, Vanessa is about to tell you. Yeah, because she's well, up well, first. Yeah, I'm. I'm first because it's my beer. Because I've learned. You have learned. And I have uh, that learning has now processed into my long term memory. Good job. So I am going to tell you about a cryptid that I've been wanting to talk about for a long time, which is, of course, the classic, the Kraken. Yes. Yes. Yes, and the Kraken. The Kraken is real. So, uh, yeah, 100%, and we're going to get to it. Okay. Okay, so we start off with the mythology of it all. So the Kraken is a legendary sea monster. They think that its basis is definitely from uh, Norwegian myths. They think that's the oldest version of a Kraken myth. Makes sense. They're seafaring peoples. Yep. Yes, yes. They're they're seafaring peoples in cold waters. Yeah. Where Krakens live. 
Makes sense. The home of the Kraken. Makes the sense. The home of the Kraken. Uh, so uh, the etymology of the word Kraken, because it's not like it means this. Mm-hmm. It's a made up word in even Norwegian. Mm. Uh, but the closest is like Krake. Sure. Uh, which they think is the basis of the word Kraken, which means malformed or like in a Fucked older. Up. No, I don't. In mean. an older <laughs> sense, it means like a evil, crooked tree. Evil fucked up sure. tree. Sure, fucked up Which and makes, evil. F- in, and like, honestly, evil fucked up tree in the water feels kind of like a crack. You know, it's got all the little tentacles, like the little branches, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, so apparently Squids, a synonym. the trees of the ocean. We've all said octopuses. it to ourselves. He, he's, a, he's a squid. It's not an octopus. He's an They're octopus. both cuttlefish. I'm They're just saying. Ink no. Fish. No, no, no. We, I wasn't saying that the Kraken was an octopus. I was just like other types of Kraken. You're talking about yeah. additional cephalopods. Yes. Also, sure. Yes. Also, like uh, until I'm going to say the 1950s, the word octopus and squid seem to be used interchangeably. Uh, we, of course, modern day people understand they are different creatures. Yeah, we have DNA. They're very different creatures. And if you think of the classic like Kraken, that like image of it like pulling down a big ship, Mm -hmm. it's obviously a squid. You can tell by the shape of the head, the little fin on the top of it. It's not an octopus. Yes. Yes. It's a squid. Sea squid. Evil sea squid. squid. Uh, So uh, a synonym for croque is horv, which means horv. Oh, I didn't get the v at the v- end. I heard whore. And I was like, vacuum is horve. Uh, and it means to harrow. Oh, okay. okay. Very, very yes. harrow. And also, a sim- cinnamon on octopus uh, doesn't taste very good. No. So that's also a crack in that it is okay. malformed and gross. Yes. You, um, also, yep. a crack was also old-timey language, so probably way old uh, Norwegian-y. Ye old mm. Norwegian. Uh, Before well, the invention ye of cinnamon, Norwegian. Yes. They would also call um, what they call grapples, but it's basically an anchor. Oh, okay. They would call that a kraken as well, which makes sense because it's kind of shaped like it's got the little the little hands out because the they're not like anchors the like we think of now. They're much more like a grappling hook with a bunch of different arms coming off of it. What right. I'm hearing is that crack can mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> it literally is a word that can mean anything crack you want it to mean. means anything. Crack with a K. Yeah. could mean anything. Yeah. Great. Um, crack so with the a C first is where your butt drugs. is broken. Oh, yeah. Or drugs. Crack where your butt is broken. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now you won't think of a butt is any malformed. Yeah. Your, everyone's your ass, ass is, is malformed. malformed. <laughs> yes. So my ass is an, is an evil tree. Yep. Um, so the... Like I said, this is a long time legend coming out of Norwegian and various Norwegian countries. The first like big reference you can find to it in literature is in the 1700s. There was a travel travel log written of Scandinavia going through various Scandinavian countries Mm -hmm. that talks about seeing a massive fish is what they called it. Um, But they were basically like it. It's a giant fish creature with many arms with hooks on them um, that they said is not a sea serpent. No. Because this is also a time of like, there would be dragons and yes. sea serpents are basically ocean dragons. Yes. Come back He's to like, part two of my story. <laughs> oh, fun. So they were like, this is not, this is not a that. sea serpent. No. This yeah. is not that. Okay, this okay. is a massive fish. This is a fat then in 17, fish. Yeah. Then in 1741, a guy named 
Egidi, yep, sure, uh, wrote about this creature that he saw, and he like uh, harkens it back to an Icelandic myth about a creature called a hafugafu. Yep, definitely. Which is basically, it's a version of a giant sea creature, but it's the kind of like, it's so big it looks like an island from far away, but then it moves so you can see that it's a a living thing. Uh That's basically their version. Um, But the biggest push towards Kraken knowledge comes from 1753 from this Eric Pirate Don. Yeah, sure. Eric killing Pompadour. this Norwegian, killing this Norwegian, who was like a super well-known Norwegian bishop. He was like very high up in the church, very well respected. And he was like, yo, bitch, I seen one of these things. They real. He said crazy, it's I basically promise. it's basically a crab and a starfish and it's massive. Sure. And he started this thing that like fish live around it because they're like remores. They like live off of its leavings. Yeah, very much so like a shark. Yeah, so they they're said that like oh, his feet. <laughs> they're just sucking them. Um, they said that like if you had a really good fish day, they'd be like, oh, you must have been fishing on top of a kraken. Ah, uh, okay. Mm. <clears throat> um, they also said that uh, if a kraken was to kill you, it would most likely be that it would suck you down. So as a kraken would be on the surface of the water, it would go down and it would cause a whirlpool. Okay. Which they called a Malstrom, which is like where there's this area off of uh, Norway that has a bunch of like tidal riptides and they're called Malstroms because of this kraken mythology. It cool. was also the name of the old ride at the Norway Pavilion in Disney World's Epcot Center before they replaced it with that crappy frozen ride. Oh, interesting. Well, that is based on a Kraken. Yeah. Apparently. Um, So then in uh, 1802, this guy named Pierre Denise Montfort. Yeah. So Denise. Yep. Sure. Good old Denise. um, He's he's a French naturalist and a molecologist. Sure, 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 sure. What is that? Molecologist. That is a bad ecologist. <laughs> That's a bad Spanish oncologist. Yeah. No, the this is a Spanish <laughs> oncologist. You just die of that cancer. No. Yep. Yep. Uh, no, this is a scientist who specializes in the study of mollusks. Oh. Obviously, like cephalopods are within the mollusk family. Fine. So he's like a learned mollusk man. He's a learned doctor. He's a learned doctor. And he wrote an encyclopedia of mollusks, and he included basically two forms of giant cephalopods okay i mean giant um, squids one, are real one, one of which he called a kraken octopus okay a cracktopus um, a cracktopus and he said that the cracktopus was um eight meters long uh-huh. which is 26 feet i did a lot of conversions for this episode thank you um and they well, goddamn europeans yeah, so he's basing this off of some fishermen found a tentacle, part of a tentacle mm-hmm. that looks like it came off of an octopus that was eight feet long, so 26 feet, and it's Damn. part of a tentacle. Damn. And they found it in the that mouth of a sperm whale that they'd recently killed. Mm-hmm. So they were like, it just tried to kill something real big. Um, yeah. And there were, like right around that time, there were a bunch of eyewitness sightings on a boat off the ship, off the coast of Angola, mm-hmm. who was like, we saw a giant fucking octopus thing. Yeah. And the guy was like, I'm gonna put it in my fucking book. I am a book. And he's the one who he, like his artist rendering of 
the Kraken octopus, the Cractopus, is the is a Kraken dragging down a boat. Like that image when you think of a Kraken that's yeah. on the like Kraken room nowadays, that he drew that and put it in his encyclopedia. Nice. So everyone was like, okay, so that's a real thing. Yeah, and, and I drew that in Marvel's Way of X. He's uh, a, a trade currently available, so you should go look at it. You can see what it looked like when a Kraken ate a, ate a boat. Ate a boat. They love boats. So tasty. Um, so it was I also popular. Drew Maelstrom. Hey, by the way, look at you. You're a Norwegian scholar. You're, a, you're a Norwegian a, scholar. Now. You're a malcologist. You're a bad Spanish oncologist. I'm, yes. If you have cancer, come to me and I can make sure you're dead. In Spanish. In, In Spanish. Spanish. Um, uh, as you're dying, I will go, I, Dios mío. Lo siento. Yeah. Lo siento. <laughs> so there <laughs> was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking terrible. Adios. <laughs> Adios. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh. In the uh, because of the popularity of this in the early 1800s, we got Tennyson wrote a sonnet called "The Kraken." Obviously, in Herman Melville's Moby Dick, there's a chapter where he deals with a giant squid creature. Right. Then, very popularized Victor Hugo wrote "Toilers of the Sea," uh, in which uh, there's a, a, a an a octopus that eats people. Oh, gross! Um, and then. Probably most well-known, Jules Verne, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. There's a big Kraken fight. Kraken fights a submarine. Oh. Hell yes. I thought it was like Kraken, Kraken fights like cockfighting. Where no. they were fighting each other. <laughs> Different sort. You know, it's no, hard Kraken. to wrangle a Kraken, but if you can get two of them together, you can get you can make a lot of money. A lot of money. You know what? We're going to get to it. Oh, oh shit. Um, cracking on cracking violence. We're going to get to we it. We don't talk about it. But you know what? On this podcast, we tackle we do. the tough subjects. We're not ones, afraid to go there. The mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. The lamestream media. Yeah. There was uh, a whole so, performance art aspect to that that none of you got, but I was very <laughs> cool when I did it. He got the finger. I had fingers He's doing and it. Yes, he was doing That's exactly what he was doing. Finesse yeah. got it. Um, so uh, Jules Verne says he based his Kraken encounter in 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea with an actual fucking thing that happened in November of 1861 was when a track a Kraken attacked a boat called the boat Electron the Electronica El- the Electron which was a French Corvette which is a boat no, it's a car, but okay, cool. It's a this boat. Car it's, boat. A, it's a car boat. Yep. It's apparently like a small version. of. It's like a battleship. It's a fighty boat. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> it's a, a fighty boat. It's a classic fighty boat. It's a classic fighty boat. It's a classic 1862 fighty boat. French, French fighty boat. Yeah, I got French it. French fighty boat. 1862 French fighty boat. <laughs> yes, exactly. You will picture it in your mind's eye. You all eye. have it in your mind. Yep. Let me help you bear down on that image. The boat is 50 meters which is 165 feet. Thank you. Um, it had a 120 horsepower steam engine. <laughs> not unlike That's a Corvette. That's not a lot of power. Yep. yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, but it's it's like a big fighty French boat. It has two big masts, so it has wind sails in case the 120 horsepower is just not, not doing enough it for to, you. Like, get you anywhere? Yes. So it's captained by a man named Frederick Bauer. Frederick Bauer. I assume <laughs> French. Sure. That's, that's the one. Yep. That's Definitely. The guy. I love that dude. So he was captaining this boat. 
uh, this French fighting boat and he wrote a travelogue about the time that he was captain and one of the things that happened while he was captain is his boat fought a kraken. Nice. And everyone Sweet. on the boat's like, yeah, we fucking fought a kraken. So they were sailing off the coast of the Canary Islands and uh, like one of his like lookouty dude was like large body partially submerged is what they called out. And they were like, what the fuck is that? So they go, we go take a closer let's, look. And let's investigate. So they get closer and they're like, oh my God, it's a giant fucking squid. This is the creature of legend. It is real. We have found it. You know we what we should do? Kill it. Kill it. We yeah. should definitely yeah. kill it. Absolutely. We should kill it and bring it back to France we'll be and show everyone in France how good our fighting boat is. Mm-hmm. So then they started shooting at it with muskets. Oh, Jesus. Yep. <laughs> and he's, and he, said, he said that the bullets just bounced, bounced off, off of it yeah. because it's like a gelatinous like, skin. Yeah. Because it's a squid. I'm sure they didn't all bounce off, but he was basically like, no, no, the muskets are not doing anything. Tiny little (laughs) balls, because at that point, weren't bullets in the shape of like balls. So they just like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then they're like, we shall stab it with harpoons. Okay. So then okay. they're like, stab, stab, stab off the side of the boat. And they're like, this isn't damaging it enough. I assume this Kraken is like very sick at this point that it's not just swum away or eaten the boat. Yeah. You know? Tired. You know what? He was on a bender the night before. <laughs> yeah. He's sleeping it off. He ate so many bjots that he's, he's full. He's so full. Of, he's a little bloated. He's a little bloated. <laughs> He's a little bloated. That's that's when you're bloated with boats. That's when you're yeah, as you do when you get so bloated with boats. Oh yeah. Um. So they're like, we're gonna tie a lasso around it and bring it on board the ship. <laughs> oh, bring it on board the ship. Nice. That seems yes. like a wise idea. Yes. And so they they guesstimate because again, their boat is about 165 feet long. So the base on the size of the boat. And like extrapolating out to the size of the Kraken. They said that its head, so the body portion of the Kraken, was about 18 feet long. Jesus. So that's not, they were like not including, they said something like tail, but basically meaning like the tentacles. So just the head part, the fin on top and the head part of the Kraken. It's 18 feet long, 5.5 meters. Um, and so they tried to put a lasso around it and bring it onto the butte. Smart. It <laughs> didn't work. Apparently, the, it like it like squished it in half. Oh, no. Oh. It like Play-Doh fudge factory, this Kraken. Yeah. And then it like slipped off the butte because it's all like slippery and slidey. It's being gross. And they only managed to grab like the end portion of one of the tentacles that had like come apart from the main part of the body. So they were they were able to save part of it to bring it back. And this tip section of one of the tentacles that they captured um, was 14 kilograms, which is about 30 pounds. Wow. So just this 30 pound nub of a tentacle. So they bring it back. It goes to a museum to study it. They're like, yes, it's definitely a cephalopod. They did a bunch of testing and stuff on it, but it's the, you know, it's 1861. They don't have a lot of science. Mm -hmm. And they had no way to preserve it. So, like, it's gone pretty quickly. Yeah. It starts to Um, smell bad. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, there had been stories of, like, giant squids, like, washing up on beaches before Mm -hmm. this. Yeah. But this was the first time they was like, I saw the whole thing alive. Here's how big it was. Giant squid. Let's talk about it. It's real. It is definitely real. Krakens are real. Mm -hmm. They are colossal squid. Yes. Yes. Because colossal squid, you may be thinking to yourself, oh, yeah, 
I've heard of a giant squid. No, 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 friend. No, colossal. This is a colossal squid. Yeah. Much bigger. This is a big ass squid. Much fucking bigger. Uh, you want to know why it's so big? Because it has uh, what happens to cephalopods sometimes, which is a condition called abyssal giganticism. Abyssal. Oh my God. Yes. That term is so good. Yes. Abyssal which, giganticism. If you, you want to know more about the abyssal part of the ocean. Yeah. Join our Patreon, because I'm going to tell you all about how scary the fucking ocean is this oh, month. Oh, shit. So the abyssal is part of the ocean. It's a layer of the ocean. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like abyssal giganticism is when you live so down in the deep and the dark that you are able to grow really fucking big because you have to scavenge over really large swaths of land. Okay. To get enough foods. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you grow. <laughs> so like. A normal squid that lives up in the normal part of the ocean yeah. would be like a normal size. Yeah. These guys, because they live further down, they can get it's a it's a goldfish that has grown to the size of its tank, and it's a colossal squid. Jesus. Um. So these are real things. It is the largest known invertebrate. Known, known. invertebrate. I mean, yeah. We we don't know what's on the bottom bottom of the. We ocean. don't talk about the ones we don't know about. Yeah. I mean, again, why Jordan would Patreon. we? Join exactly. The lamestream media doesn't want you to know about them. But that's why you join <laughs> we'll our tell Patreon. You. So you we'll learn. tell you all about what's at the bottom of the fucking ocean. <laughs> um, so they think on average, an average sized colossal squid yeah. is about 495 uh, kilograms, which is a thousand pounds, that's right? A about a thousand pounds. He's been working out. That's the kind and that they, when you try to pick it up with a lasso, you're going to cut it in half. It's too fat. Yeah. And, uh, no, hashtag feminism, these big buddies are women. Ooh. Oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah. Women are bigger than, the girls are bigger than the boys. Nice. Happens Good. a lot in the animal kingdom. Sure. Um, women also get caught more often because they come, They think they come up uh, out of the super deep to, like, uh, lay their eggs oh. to have babies. Mm, yeah. Okay. So they're more likely to be in a range that is interacted with humans. And it's not yeah. because of their smaller woman brains. No, it's no. because of their, it's because of the millions of baby squid they have in their ovaries. Hey, got it. Um, so they, again, on army. average, between nine and 10 meters, which is about 30 to 33 feet. Okay. Jesus. This is average. And this is like the average of what they have found. Yeah. And they've not found that many. So this is the average of what they have found. So based on this, scientists extrapolate that probably a large colossal squid is probably actually closer to 700 kilograms, which is 1,500 pounds. That's a big body. And about 13 meters or 45 feet. That's a big body. Oh, God. And they are extrapolating that this out based. Um, <clears throat> so again, they have uh, they have abyssal giganticism. That's sure, why they're sure, so sure. freaking big. Um, bigger than a giant squid. I'm working my way through my notes right now. They also have the largest eyes in the animal kingdom. Damn. Because based again on on subjects they have found, which is not how big they think they get, but ones they physically found, they think their eyes on average are around 30 to 40 centimeters. That's 12 to 16 inches. That's an eye that's bigger than a foot. It's a giant eye. And they have like the size a, of a basketball, isn't it? And they have I they know. have the squid eye, so they have the like rectangular pupils. Oh, you know? oh I hate Super those. creeps. Oh, I hate Super those. creepy. Um, oh, and also their eyes glow in the dark. 
Oh, that's oh, tight. Oh, that's so cool. Because they live toy. so they live so down deep where animals create right. their own bioluminescence to like draw other fishies in. Yeah. So they got these big fucking eyes. So littler fishies will come towards mm-hmm. them and they can nom nom them. Also, because they got these big fucking eyes, they can uh, avoid predators. Who's um, their predator? <clears throat> That's we're gonna get to scary. It. So they live in the Southern Ocean. So like they live way down in the, by the South Pole area where it's real cold water, real deep water. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where they live. They eat. Their diet consists primarily of smaller sized sperm whales. <sighs> okay. And the Arctic toothfish, which is basically the biggest fucking fish in the cold water. And they're also terrifying. And that's what these squid eat. There's a little tasty noms. That's just their snack. Well, little, little tasty noms. It's, they it's, said it's... The eyes are bigger than basketballs. I'm fucked up yes. right now. <laughs> yeah. Their eyes are bigger than basketballs, glow in the dark, and have giant rectangular pupils. I hate them. I hate <laughs> them. The stuff of nightmares. Again, this is why krakens are real. Because this is a real creature. We've yeah. seen these. We have these. Yeah. Um, so they, uh, they know that they primarily eat these based on... Um, like if you see lots of times as sperm whales get bigger and like they'll be caught or they'll be studied by scientists they you'll see them have like huge scarring across their back and it's from the hooks on the ends of these tentacles that colossal squid have so it's like from fights with giant squid and it's very common to see this on a on a sperm whale hang on these before before we continue have you ever seen a picture of sperm whales sleeping no. They it is the most horrifying picture. They sleep up and down like They sleep vertically like in the okay. ocean in so pods. That makes it's sense. It's horrifying. Yeah. They're number one. It's really creepy. Um, this is yeah. this is continuing to creep me out with this no, goddamn again, ocean horse shit. Yes. Again, this uh, the Kraken is real. I'm it's really definitely excited real. Patreon, actually. It's definitely real. Um, so they eat the sperm whales and Arctic toothfish, and then they know from the very few uh, like full bodies that they've been able to recover of these colossal squid. They also had parts of other colossal squid inside their oh, tum tums. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They cannibals. You oh squid on God. squid crime. <laughs> We're not afraid to talk about it. Holy cow. Squid on squid crime. We are yes. talking about it. <laughs> we are talking about it. And a lot of these uh, like size basis extrapolation is based off of because uh, krakens eat sperm whales. Sperm whales also eat krakens. I'm just going to call them krakens for now. That's fine. Uh, That's sperm whales name. also eat krakens. So sometimes when you kill a sperm whale and you cut open its tum-tum, you will have parts of a partially like uh, like decomposed kraken uh, uh, yeah. in there. But what you really more often than not will find is the beaks because their beaks don't break down. Oh, great. So they find them, and, and they find like multiple beaks in the tummies of sperm whales, so much so that they, have, they think that the sperm whale's diet is about 77% kraken. Oh man! I it is just a, it's just a jets and sharks fight yes. going on in the cold ocean. Literally, the joke I was about to make. I was like, "That is such a yeah. West Side yeah. Story thing." Yeah. yeah, I would watch this movie. The sperms versus the squids. Banana, banana, banana. Yeah, there's aggressive um, snapping. There's a lot of snapping. How, how, um, did it say how big the beaks are? They're they're not. They're not that big. Sure. The pictures I saw of them online, they're like grapefruit 
That's okay. still big. That's a big it's ass very beak, big. man. It's very big. And we're going to circle back around to the beaks in a moment. Okay, Let good. Me, I'm almost done. We're going to circle back there pretty quickly. Um, but they also think that that's the reason why Krakens have developed such big eyes is because these giant glow-in-the-dark basketball eyes that they have mm-hmm. give them a range of, they think, in the fucking abyssal dark... dark. Of about 120 meters. They have 120 meter dark vision? Yeah. 120 meter dark vision. Oh. That's 400 feet. I want 400 feet dark vision. 400 feet of dark vision. And it's also kind of right on the very edge of how far a sperm whale's like sonar works. Oh. So it's like they've developed these big eyes so that they can stay far enough away from them that the sperm whales can't clicky clicky and find them. Fine. Uh-huh. Because they're they're the battle royale of the animal kingdom. Right. I've now decided. Um, so in the in the history of the modern world, mm-hmm. we have found twelve complete kraken. <sighs> That's it. Twelve okay. fully complete krakens, um, and they found about sixty five beaks in bells in bellies. Oh, so they also found like a tentacle, and they found like a fin at one point, and they can. They're what they're using to extrapolate how big these guys yeah. get because we've only ever found uh, twelve of them. Did, okay, and did the, they find one in Japan? I feel like I've heard a story about where they found like a colossal squid in Japan. It maybe okay. um, most of them tend to come because they're down south, so they they uh, like South America, New Zealand, okay. like that sort of area. Okay. Um, so the biggest one they've they've ever found was in 2007. Found off it's it went to New Zealand. It's in a museum in New Zealand now. Um, okay. It's it's a lady. Okay, girl. What's her name? Yeah, We're gonna call her Sally. Shank feminism. Let's call her. Sally the squid. Sally the squid. So Sally was ten meters long, which is thirty, which is thirty-two feet. Okay. Um, she weighed. She a big girl. She's four hundred and fifty kilograms, which is right about a thousand pounds. Okay. Uh, and so they're like, this is the biggest one. This is maybe an average sized one. However, you'll remember they found sixty-five beaks. Yeah. Her mm-hmm. beak is smaller than the average beak they found in the belly of sperm whales. Oh. So as of 2007, they were like, you know what? That like bigger size extrapolation, that like 1,500 pounds, 45 feet, that may be not as big as they actually get. Oh, boy. Because this is just based off the beaks we have found and yep. how big Sally's beak was, which was not that big, was like, you know, the size of a softball. And they're like, we have some that are grapefruit, little, little watermelon sized. Oh my god! So that's probably a much bigger fucking kraken. Oh my god! Oh my god! And that is why krakens are real. Holy! Because that crap. something that big, forty five feet. God damn! I mean, that could definitely bring down a boat. That could bring oh, down yeah. a boat. It definitely bring down a boat. That's why krakens are real. Yep. I'm here to tell you all about why the ocean is terrifying. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Yay! Unbelievable. Hey, hang out for a second, and then we're going to tell you about some other awful thing that might live in the ocean (laughs) or somewhere else on the planet. You're going to hate it. Stick around. Hey, everybody. It's your old pal, Engineer Bob. And I've got abyssal gigantism on my wiener. Uh, What? Uh, Anyway, (laughs) go to iTunes and submit a review. You... I don't know. It was the first thing that came to mind. Hey, uh, five stars say words. Also, uh, patreon.com slash booze and brews. Audio episodes, video episodes, and show sketches. I do no pictures of my abyssally. Thank God. <laughs> Give us your money. Anyway, also go to... <laughs> I've ruined this. Also go to our social media websites. We've got a Twitter. 
Booze and Bruce. And Instagram. Booze and Bruce Podcast. And Facebook. Booze and Bruce. Okay, bye. Two, three, go. The Booze and Bruce Podcast, no way wants to talk about the size of Engineer Bob's queenus. No. I, I didn't want to either. But then you brought it up. But then you did. I get why your mind went there for the joke, but I was like, immediately no. Yeah, immediately no. I said it, I regretted it, and I was like, well, <laughs> that's too late now. It's in here. I could go back and delete it, but I'm not going to. No. <laughs> it's like a real saucy episode. There's a lot of talk about me being a lesbian yep. and Engineer Bob's wiener. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. Hey, podcast mom, tell us about a sea creature and maybe your boobs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they're not colossals in size. <laughs> yeah, my boobs have abyssal giganticism. Yeah, yours do. Mine don't. Mine have <laughs> abyssal uh, dwarfism. <laughs> they're colossal. They're I have a colossal. colossal. Mine aren't even giant. They're just there. <laughs> oh God, no. Um, so for my evil, my evil ocean, evil, evil waters, waters. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I went a little mythology related. I went. Okay. Mythical. I did too. And then I stumbled onto science. Mine, mine has zero science behind it. No, so no you refuse to believe it. Uh, everything's true. The ocean is terrifying. Well, I mean, the ocean is terrifying, but this is definitely, you know, some good old mythology. And I'm going to tell you about your Mungander. Jormungandr? Nice. Jormungandr. Nice. I think I dated him once. <laughs> How big was his dick? <laughs> Average size. <laughs> um, so Jormungandr, a.k.a. the Midgard Serpent, a.k.a. the World Serpent, uh, is a Seathnik. Oh, Seathnik! Seathnik um, that is believed to circle the Earth, also known as Midgard, uh, in Norwegian mythology, Viking oh, shit. Oh, so he's he, he, I'm, he's he's a hula hoop around Earth. Yeah. Yes, munching on his own tail. Okay, nom yep. noms. Yep. Um, he is uh, believed it. Like I said, in mythology, he is one of Loki's children. Oh, fun! And um, once he decides to let go of said tail, will initiate Ragnarok. Beautiful. Okay, or the hold end on of to the that world. tail, buddy. Yeah, you know, keep, keep munching. Keep nom nom. Look around. Maybe he's maybe he's not munching anymore. It's yeah. I think here. I, the planet's Ragnarokin. You know, it's happening. <laughs> we're we're getting real close. He's like <laughs> real. He's only munching on just the tip of his tail at this. Point. Yeah, I, I think he's he's like nom nom nom. You know what I mean? He's like getting ready to loosen. He's yeah. loosening. He's definitely uh, unhinging that jaw. Yeah. Oh, anyway, so Loki of Norse mythology, not Loki yeah. of the MCU mythology. So this is how how dare you? This is not Tom Hiddleston. You can think of Tom Hiddleston in your I head. definitely will be thinking of Tom Hiddleston. All right. And so, his colossal squid. Do you know that it's a colossal You can't stop me. You can't stop me. So the Loki of Abyssal giganticism of uh norse mythology is a god with a less than stellar reputation kind of similar to our mcu friend yeah he is called the slanderer of gods mm -hmm. the source yes. of deceit and the disgrace of all gods and men so he's like the huffpo of the god world kind of yeah. uh also make sure that you go to uh the marvel unlimited app subscribe and you can read alligator loki uh, comic uh, mm -hmm. as drawn by me. Drawn by go. Engineer Bob. It's very cute. He's got a happy little smile face. He is really and, cute. And horns. It's really very cute. 
um, this is not that. So when you're no. thinking of my disgrace of all gods and men, that's it's not that. It's, yeah, it's not he's, an bad, he's bad news. Bad news. Yeah, Andrew Bob had a fun twist on it. <laughs> yes, he helped put a fun twist on old Norse mythology. So he is the son. Loki is the son of the giant Farabouti and Laufey. So they're two people from uh, the giant world. Yes. Okay. Frost giants Frost. from Jotunheim. Jotunheim, thank you. I wrote it later and I was like, It's okay, oh, I, I know all this you. shit. I know, I literally got this from your book. <laughs> you read my book. Because um, you're, you're, you're a mall oncologist. What was the word? Yeah. Mall ecologist. Mall ecologist. <laughs> this is from your bad <laughs> Spanish yeah, oncologist. Mall ecologist. Yes. So, and even though um, he does have some ugly names attached to him, Loki is described uh, in the prose edda as pleasing, even beautiful to look at. Yeah, yeah. Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Yeah. However, uh, he his nature is evil, and he is undependable, treacherous, and cunning. And okay, I've definitely dated him, <laughs> <laughs> and frequently gets the other gods into trouble. That's his yeah. nature. That's the man. Many a next he's, boyfriend. He's the instigator. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he is married to Sijin and uh, has one son with her. But Loki is also a little bit of a lover, had a side piece. And with this side piece um, in Jotunheim. So there's Asgard where he has Sijin, his wife. Yep. And then there's his side piece in Jotunheim. Um, and he uh, had with her, he had three children. What were the kids? Oh, I'm gonna get to them. Okay, great. Un paquete. Thanks. I so love this shit. <laughs> her name. Okay, so he has he has one like like three he has two families. He has a secret life. Yeah, he does, and his secret family is a bigger family. Is a bigger yeah. family. Yeah, I've seen okay. stories about this guy on Investigation Discovery. Okay, I know. Yeah. That, like it's shocking that like one wife didn't find out about the other and like murder happened. Then we can do our true yeah. crime and then it could be on Magellan Vagina TV. I was I was like I was like Magellan TV and Mr. Mr. Ginger Mustache is going to do a whole deep dive on it. Exactly. <laughs> so his mistress, his second wife, her name, I don't even know if there, but was um, named Angriboda. Sure. OK. Angry Bodos. Angry yeah. Bodos or Sorrow Bringer. Sorrow bringer. Sorrow angry bringer. Boda, which means, of course, angry wedding. Angry wedding. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like I said, they had three kids together. That, that, that's a little lo- Spanish lesson from your bad Spanish <laughs> oncologist. Yeah, bad Spanish oncologist. <laughs> Boda's wedding. Um, so their three children were Fenris Wolf. Yes. Jormungandr. Yes. And Hell. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, hell with the one L. Hell with one L. Got it. Huh. Huh. Uh, but also where we, I think, get the name Hell. I'll get to her in a minute. Okay. Uh, so when the other gods, particularly Odin, learned of these three children, they were secret children, like no one knew about them. When they learned yeah, yeah, yeah. of these kids, it brought great concern to the people, like the gods I of Asgard. I am greatly concerned. I got a you lot of worries about these three about children. These weird I am I have colossal concern. Colossal concerns, and for good reason. This you, guy is out here... Get, fucking he, okay first off you know he's a dude he's fucking and he's having a butt wolf baby he's having sea serpents wolves and i'll get to her description in a minute because it made me laugh <laughs> um and a daughter <laughs> and is is the other one like a whore wolf is that the origin yes. of the whore wolf uh mm. well fenrir his name was fenrir yeah so that's where you get like in harry potter you know they've got that evil wolf fenrir that comes got from it. norse mythology but he is a wolf He's a yeah. In our D and D game, we have a character named Fenric, who we think is evil. Yes, 
is he a wolf? We're as definitely well? gonna kill him. Oh, we're gonna kill that guy. <laughs> and Team bold choice. Wait. So why it gave them uh, such great concern is because you see Odin um, through the wisdom and foresight that he gained by hanging himself and dying, but then being reborn. Autoerotic asphyxiation. Oh, yeah. It was. He he did. Moment of clarity, right? He yeah. had his moment of clarity, but he died. Yeah. But he then did. in his moment of clarity, he came back with wisdom and, the Mi- fo- and his, foresight. His yeah, he came back. <laughs> it was his midnight moment of clarity. He, saw, yeah. he gained wisdom and foresight and saw Ragnarok. So he knows what causes Ragnarok, and it's these three children of Loki. So he's like, okay. we got to do something about that. Ragnarok That's bad news bears. Is is bad news bears. Because um, in Ragnarok, Odin dies. And so obviously he's like, well, I don't want to die. Yeah, that's no fun. That's, he's like, fuck that noise. That's bad. That's that's bad. Hence my, hence my gigantic concerns. The, hence my huge colossal concerns. Um, yeah. But Ragnarok, I'm not going to get too much into it. But essentially it's, it's the end of the world, but it's not like destruction of the world. Whereas everybody dies. So it's now. Kind of, except everybody but two people die and then through inbreeding will repopulate the world. But basically it's like a rebirth, but everything is bad and everybody dies. But then two people live and then it's reborn. And then their names are Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. And then she opens a box. She eats an apple because there's the snack. Because of a snack. Said, hey, eat this. And or then, a pomegranate because it's the Middle East. Let's yes. be, Let's be realistic real. about this. Um, yeah. And Apples rinse, don't grow there. Rinse and repeat. There we go. Um, but yeah, that's essentially like in a very two second definition of what Ragnarok is. Okay. So Ragnarok is like end of, is the reboot button. Yeah. 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 They're going to press reboot. It's Y2K. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's like we're trying to factory settings. Yeah. Yes. Restoring to factory settings. That's yeah. That's exactly what we're doing. <laughs> um, so. Do you want to delete your Apple ID from this device? No. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hard. Hard. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Odin, knowing what the future will bring, did what any normal godlike person would do is that he kidnapped the three children. And got had, it. He's got to make it up. Yeah. And he had them brought before him and um, he threw Jormungandr into the sea where he grew so large that he now circles the entire world. He also had Because he had abyssal giganticism. Yeah. Yep. He grew to the size of his fishbowl. Yep. He grew, definitely grew to the size of his fishbowl. So he is now circling the, uh, the ocean. He circles the world. Um, he sent Hel to Niflheim and made her the ruler of the nine worlds. Um, Fun. There, she can give, quote, lodging and provisions to the dead, usually old people mm-hmm. or the Welcome sick. to War Maidens. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> um, she is easily recognized once you're in Niflheim. She's half black and a half lighter flesh color. But mostly, she is gloomy and cruel. Do we think half white, half black is like a uh, like a beautiful mixed race child, or well, like a like vitiligo situation? The, I'm their shit about is the so color. weird. I think she's or like a Harvey like, Dent situation. Like I'm imagining, yeah, Harvey Dent, where she's like yeah. black, like yeah, the color like black, yeah. and then like whiter, like a flesh colored. But you never know. But who knows? So yeah, okay. But, but mostly gloomy and cruel. Mostly Which gloomy. made me oh. laugh. They're like, she is this and this, but mostly she is gloomy and cruel. The, okay. The, the I really, same girl. Yeah, if, if I same. Can, same. If I can recommend to anybody, give those things a read at some point. Like they the, kind of are funny at they're, points. They're, they're, like the way they're written is really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it, just because the, the cadence of it is very strange and the descriptions are very strange, uh, mm-hmm. but but they're it, they're hilarious. They're a really good read. Yeah. <clears throat> I like it. And, and Fenrir, what they did to him 
was they kept him in Asgard um, and they bound him. So essentially they, they just tied him up. He is, he is mummy. Uh, no, not a mummy. No. Like he's just tied, like physically. He's restrained. like S and M bound. Yeah, yeah kinda, they yes, had to make he, like a special golden golden tie for him. Or yep. Something. And then his hand, and then what's his face? His Tear, hand, tears hand yeah, got tears, it, tears, eaten hand off. Got, it, yeah. Not noms. Hey, but, well, this is this is Norse mythology with engineer Bob. What do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm happy to have found something you know a lot about. That sounded way bitchier than I intended. It <laughs> Good to know to. you're smart about something. I'm yeah. glad you know something. He knows a thing. Miraculous. <laughs> well, it's not fair because every week Melly and I do a book report on something. So, like, I just learned a lot about giant squid. Yep. Yeah. You know, uh, six months from now, I will know nothing about giant squid. But at this moment, I know a lot about them. Yeah. <laughs> and Engineer Bob owns the pose uh, prose edda yeah. and has read it, so this is all not new to him. So I yeah. told, I warned him. I'm like, you're you're gonna know the story. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love knowing. Things. You're gonna know this already. You're gonna win because he feels smart. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm was, not wrong. But what's funny is how, just real side. I mean, since we talked about Tyr, um, as they were like making the special rope to keep him bound, he was like, well, I mean, if you trust me, I won't go anywhere. So why don't you just let me go? Like, here, I'll show you. You can trust me. Put your hand in my mouth. And everyone's like, yeah, that's a good idea. So Tyr doesn't. And like, then Nosh. he nommed it. Yep. And then he ate his hand. And well, like, he's right, like, I don't know what you wanted from me. Like, you tied me up. What was I going to do? Of course, I'm going to bite your fucking hand off. Yeah. It's 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 my nature. It's the scorpion and the frog, right? It's my nature. You put your fucking hand in my mouth, bro. Yep. Um, um, so anyway, immediately, um, Sea Snack is in a grumpy mood. He was just taken from, he was just this nice little snack. And now he's thrown into the ocean. And now I'm a Sea Snack. And now he's a Sea Snack. And now he's a Sea Snack. Snack. Um, so he... Um, as I put, I said, he was living his best life with mom in Jotunheim. Now he's huge, lives underwater, and eats his own ass. Yeah, I'd be angry, too. <laughs> or is he hashtag winning? Or is he winning? Eating his own ass. Look, I get to be awesome and huge. I get to eat my own ass. I'm delicious. Turns out I'm great. Uh, my tongue, that seeth neck tongue, comes in real handy. <laughs> yeah, I constantly have post nut clarity. <laughs> He's the smartest of all the seeth neck. Um, yes. Can you believe how much I am in heaven? I'm coming day and, and night. <laughs> so instead of being mad, he's at got all this round the clock entertainment of giant sperm whales fighting kraken, fighting kraken, yeah, all while he's this like flicking guy his own is asshole. Living L I V I N. Um, but instead, <laughs> but instead of being mad at Odin, who threw him into the ocean, he actually makes Thor his public enemy number one. Oh no! Okay, the two of them do not like each other. Okay, that's a that's a pivot. It is a bit of a pivot. Um, but now we get to talk about Thor, and now you can just think about Chris Hemsworth. Okay, can I continue to think about Tom Hiddleston instead? I mean, you can Loki think about either really one. Kind of, yeah. I mean, keep thinking that's about what's great about life. About. Is you can choose. Can I think about the two of them together? Yes, you can. Yes, go for it. Are you <laughs> As like, millions of people on the internet already have, I'm sure. Oh, I, you know, you think it. It's already on the internet, and there's about eight hundred thousand fan fiction stories about that. Oh yeah, because who doesn't love incest? <laughs> who doesn't love? Who it? doesn't love stories of incest? Me. I don't. I don't <laughs> love it. Um. Anyway, I'm not so, going the ancestor route. I'm going the Tom Hiddleston and Chris, Chris Hemsworth, Hemsworth route. Yeah, they're not clear. Okay. 
I was just thinking Loki and Thor. I don't think yeah. of those two. Um, so anyway, I'm going to tell you um, two stories from the Prose Edda, which involve Thor and um, Jormungandr. And they're fun. Okay. I enjoy these stories. These are fun. Uh, buckle up. Have fun. So the, okay. the first is about Thor's journey to Utgard, which is in Jotunheim. Um, okay, that's where his parents lived. No, that's where Loki's parents lived. Loki's so, parents lived. Yeah. yeah. So Loki is from there, and Loki is on this journey with them. It's it's Thor, Loki, and two other gods whose names I didn't write down. Or, okay, or so Asgardians it's, it's a bromance. It's, it's a road trip bromance. Yeah. It totally is. They're, they're road okay, I'm here for at it. this point. And they're like, hey, let's go to Jotunheim. We'll have some fun. They got YOLO and Jotunheim, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> what what uh, happens in Jotunheim stays in Jotunheim. Stays in Jotunheim. Except it didn't because it ended up in a book and we all got to read about and it. We all Lucky got to us. read about Thor's Somebody snitched. adventures. It was probably Thor. What about the snack? So on their journey, um, they come across a fortress that is owned by the giant named Utgard Loki. Not to be convi- not to be confused with our Loki. Loki in this sense with his name means that he is kind of a, a mischievous type person. So Utgard, okay. m- the mischievous sort of Utgarda. Yeah. There okay. You go. Um, so he uh, was like, all right, well, you guys made your way into my house. You cannot stay the night until each of you perform a feat for me. Like you have to deem okay. yourself worthy, essentially. Yeah, show of, me something rad. Show me why I should let okay. you me stay why in my house. Just let me, yeah, like and eat my food and drink my meat. Yeah. Like, well, come on now. Yeah, um, eat your own ass. Yeah, eat your own. Can ass. you eat your own ass for eternity? No, because that's where dinner get big. No, I can't do any of that. Well, what can you do? Um. So anyway, so he asked each of them, and I think Loki, his feat was I can eat a bunch of food. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. Yum. <laughs> same. Same, bud. Same. Yeah. Um, but for Thor, Utgarda uh, asked Thor what feat he wanted to show. And Thor, being a man after my own heart, said he will pit himself against someone in a game of drinking. Oh, okay. So this is why I'm like, Thor, you and I are buds. He's so, a good dude. Okay. Um, okay. Ut- Utgarda brought him a, his special drinking horn. And Thor just starts pounding. Man, he is just Got a gulp. It gulp after the gulp. So Loki's like getting the meat sweats and Thor's like getting <laughs> the drunk sweats. Getting He's getting Thor hammered at this point. Their bedroom smells awful in the morning. <laughs> so many farts. It's gonna smell so bad in that So room. bad. Um, so when Thor drank as much as he could, he looked into the horn and saw that it was only slightly less full than it was when he started. Oh, love that for you. So he was like, well, fuck. So he he takes another big, big drink and it looks like even less. So he drank just as much as he did the first time, but even less of the mead that is now in the horn is gone. And he's just like, well, what the fuck? I'm going to do it one more time. So he goes back for a third time and couldn't finish the drink. And Utgar was like, well, clearly you aren't all that. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to let you try your hand at something else. Clearly you're not cool enough. To yeah. drink okay, all so now of this. that he's drunk, he's gonna make him do something else. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you so kinda, you kind of suck at drinking, dude. I, I, I don't want to completely drop the cold, but you do have to show me that you're not a that total you're turd. not a total turd. So I'm gonna give you a second chance. Yeah, Tell two me. sips of your wine cooler is not it, bro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> your white claw. Yeah. Like yeah. just gives no. him a zima. Yeah, that that sea breeze is not doing it for me. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Where is there even alcohol in sea breeze? Let's be honest. No. Isn't it like, is it like white wine and sparkling water? I don't know. 
Yeah. Sure. You know what? I'm going to go. To I'll Google it. You keep going. Okay. So Ugara was like, all right, you can have something else. So the young boys who live here in this area, one of the things that they like to do or one of the, the trials or the feats that they um, are, are taxed with doing is lifting my cat off of the ground. <laughs> Pick up my cat. Pick up, Pick my, up cat. my cat. Pick Look, up my cat. I'm going to stay Grab in my house. You got to drink beer or pick up my cat. Or- <laughs> So uh, no, apparently a sea breeze has grapefruit and uh, grapefruit juice and cranberry juice in it. So no. it's not what I was thinking of. Okay. Oh. Um, anyway, he goes, normally, Utgar is like, normally I wouldn't propose this to you, given that you've got such a reputation as being like this big, strong boy. As but a man since, who picks up cats. As, yeah, you're, a man goes, who's, you're a known cat picker upper. You're a known cat picker upper. and But since you basically pussed out on this drinking thing, you know what? Maybe <laughs> See this, what you did there. See what you did there. Yeah. Um, I figured, you know what? Maybe this cat thing isn't beneath you. So let's give it a go. So a big gray cat jumps onto the floor, like, or, you know, kind of like walks into the room, but he's on the floor. So Thor puts his arms under the kid, belly. And as much as he tried, he could only lift one paw off the ground. As much as he like pulled from the belly, the cat arched its back and he could just get one paw. Yeah. Cats are liquid, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, Thor, super pissed, was just like, fuck this. This is not going the way I've planned, but god damn it, I'm I still have to show I'm picking I have to up prove this myself. Shit ass I was like, cat. fuck this horn, fuck this cat. I'm gonna do something else. Damn it, now I'm mad. I wanna wrestle someone. All it's right. time for wrestling. I wanna wrestle. <laughs> this guy is drunk as fuck trying to pick, pick up, up a cat. cat. It's time for wrestling. When that fails, he's like, I wanna wrestle. So, so I, I also just imagine he's drunk as fuck. He's trying to pick up this cat and he can't pick it up because the cat's like running away from him. So he's <laughs> yeah. just like drunkenly chasing. Come here, you know? Hey, come here. Come here, Kelly. Come here. Come here. I'm not going to hurt you. Kelly. 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 So Utgara goes, all right, fine. You want to wrestle someone to prove your, your strength? Fine, I'll do it. But you don't have the pick of my friends to fight. I get to pick who you fight. I pick Tom Hiddleston and you have to wrestle him naked. Go. (laughs) (laughs) I am entertained. You can stay. (laughs) You can stay as long as you like. Forever (laughs) even. As long as you continue to naked wrestle fight. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Um, No. So Utkara calls for his nurse, an old woman called Ellie. And he goes, you're going to fight her. Okay. So Thor's like, all right. So they get fighting. He's, you know, they're going at it. And it's a tough fight. Like, Ellie's a big, strong bitch. And Thor, like, eventually kind of gets knocked down. And he gets beat. But it, this was enough. And he was just like, fine, I yield. Like, fuck. Um, and Ugara by this was so impressed that he's like, all right, fine. You know what? I'm not. You've done three things. You failed all three, but you, you gave tried it a, three times. Yes, you, you tried gave three times. It a really mighty effort. So I'm going to let you guys stay. So they this let is him a participation stay. trophy. Exactly. I was thinking <laughs> the exact same thing. He gave him a participation trophy. Yeah. So he lets them all stay. So then it's like they sit up on this bench and they eat and drink all night. Everything's fine. So the next day after Udgara showed them out. So they were outside of his fortress and like on their way. They were off the property, uh-huh. essentially. Um, Udgara was like, look. Am I not great and powerful? Like, you can perform any feat I gave you, aren't I the best? And Thor was like, begrudgingly like, fine, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're a badass. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you're, you're a badass, cool. great. And then that's when Ugara told him the truth. I tricked you. Loki is in my fucking name. Of course I tricked you. 
Yeah, I'm a tricky guy. Yeah, he goes, that horn that you were drinking out of, you were drinking the ocean and you drank so much that now we have the tides. And that is why we have the tides in North- Norse mythology is because Thor drank so much of the ocean water. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that made him drunk. Who just oh, gave him the shits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All that seawater. Yeah. And he goes, that's that- why he couldn't wrestle that woman. He's like shitting himself. <laughs> <laughs> and and then it's Utgara- like a mud wrestling match now, you know, Utgara is like um, that cat. Yeah, that cat was actually Jormungandr, and you lifted him so high, he almost reached the sky. So you he okay. picked them you up picked out up of the a, water. You picked up a cat see, that was really a snake. See, a really a mid a mid-guard <laughs> sea snake. And you lifted him so high that these, he almost reached the sky. These stories are always complete nonsense. nonsense. Pick up okay. this cat. Joke's on you. This cat's actually the biggest snake in the world. <laughs> yeah. None of it makes any Joke's sense. on you. This cat is a snake. <laughs> <laughs> And he goes, and Ellie, that was actually old age. And as you know, no one overcomes old age. But you fought no off one. old age really long. Um, oh, I like that. Have one, you though. seen yeah. Helen Mirren? <laughs> yeah, she looked great. Yeah. But Wait. after a certain point, you start to get old because you cannot you cannot fight old age. Um, so Thor was so pissed. He lifts Mjolnir and he was like ready to hit Utgara and like kill him. But by the time he looks up, Utgara is gone. He walks back to where the fortress was. It is gone as well. And Thor's like, well, God damn it. Now who am I going to kill? Right? Right. So he gets pissed. Yeah. They go home. But, but that feat, that, that whole cat thing, he was like, this is, I'm still pissed about this. I was tricked. I don't like being tricked. Now I hate Gondor and I want to kill him. Yep. I hate now these I'm mad goddamn at this cat, cat snake. snakes. I hate these cat snakes, so now I have to kill him. Even though this poor, like, snack had nothing to do with it. Yeah. He was I just like, hey, pretend snake. to be a cat. It'd be a real funny trick. Yeah, it'd be a real funny trick. But Thor didn't think it was funny. So now, because it made him look real weak, so now he's got to, like, overcompensate for that. So he's like, I'm going to go kill Jormungandr. So that is why you that's know, the, the that's the origin of the rivalry uh, okay that's why they got beef that's why yeah. they got beef because that's thor the receipts was, for the beef got thor it or was really embarrassed by you you know this massive by this big cat snake because yep. i tried to pick you up as a cat but you were a snake but you were a snake um so from there like i said he was determined to confront and kill jormungandr or jormungandr which he did so he himself he made a solo trip back into jotunheim but this time he was disguised as a young boy so no one knew it was Thor. Okay. Um, he met a giant called Hymir and convinced Hymir to let him accompany him on a fishing trip. Like they became buds and he was like, hey, can I spend the night next morning? The guy's like, all right, Hymir's like, well, I'm going to go fitching. And Thor's like, well, I'm going to come with you. Why don't we go fishing he was like, I love like, fishing. Bro's love it. fishing trip. He's like, I guess. Okay, cool. So Thor is like, well, what kind of bait should we use? And Hymir was like, bitch, get your own. Like you don't get to use my secret yeah, stuff. My, like, this is my bait. This is my bait. Yeah. If you and want Thor was bait, like, go I'm going to catch me the world's largest sea snake. Yeah. So he, yeah. knowing that he has to go catch the world's largest sea snake, he's like, fine, I'm going to go get my own fucking bait. So what does he do? He goes out into a field, finds an ox, cuts its fucking head off, and he goes, there's my bait. And he walks in with his Hell bait, yeah. which is an ox head. Yeah. Because. And uh, Jaime just like, what, because what the sea fuck? serpents known to love ox head. Joke's love on him. This thing is completely sated because it's eating its own ass all the time. It's yeah. not even hungry. Not even hungry. Um, so Hymir's just like, oh, okay, weirdo. Because Thor is still disguised as a young boy. So How's he's just this like, little boy picking up this big ass ox. Okay. So they get out on the. This little the boy's field. a cow murderer. <laughs> I'm concerned. 
about my safety. <laughs> Where are his parents? <laughs> so they get out on the boat and Thor's like, I want to row. And Hymir's like, I, I mean, okay, I guess. So Thor being super strong, he's like fucking going to town, right? So he's yeah. he's rowing and rowing. They get out to the point where Hymir usually does his fishing. And he goes, all right, well, this is where we stop. And Thor's like, fuck this, because he knows he needs to get out further into the water, which is closer to where Jormungandr he is. He needs to get to that deep, deep. Deep, yeah. deep. So Hymir at this point is like, dude, stop. We're like, this is now dangerous. Like we are getting into world serpent territory and I'm not equipped for that. You know, like he's, he's yeah. scared. He knows that the world. Serpent I don't know how there. to fish for a world serpent. I don't want to fish for a world <laughs> serpent it's too big and thor's like well i do so he fish for cats so thor's like all right he baits up his hook he puts his little ox head his little big ox head on sufficient time he tosses it in and he throws it and wouldn't you know it jormungandr's like oh an ox head i love it nonch monch yums so he numbs it and thor's like turds fucking got it so he captures so he basically hooks jormungandr starts to pull him up and um, pulls him up and the two of them are fighting like kind of you know it's maelstrom if you can think about that yeah Yeah. so he's bringing it up meanwhile Hymer's like freaking the fuck out Thor gets um, Jormungandr up high enough where he's going to take Mjolnir and smack him in the head and kill him. But Hymir's like, well, that's not right. He cuts the fishing line and Jormungandr like sinks to the bottom. The two of them mean mugging each other the whole time. Got it. He's like Terminator down into yeah, the lava. Exactly. But he's not dead. <laughs> Middle finger instead. <laughs> yeah, instead. Um, and this, the story goes that Thor was so mad he threw Mjolnir after him and hit him in the head and killed him. But obviously that's not true because... Ragnarok yeah um but yeah so uh Thor did you he was pissed at Hymir right so he punches him behind the ear which causes him to as they say fall head over heels overboard and Thor just looks at him and then walks back to shore because yeah <laughs> I love it falls and then punches this guy into the ocean and then just walks Walk, home walks from home the middle of the ocean. from the middle of the ocean this like nice guy who let him stay at his house yeah he took it fishing you wouldn't let me yeah. kill the world serpent yeah so i'm gonna punch you behind the ear you're gonna be falling to the ocean and i'm gonna walk home taking my shit and going home and that's why thor's a dick and that's yeah. why thor is kind he of kinda a was dick. a dick in those old stories um but that is the story of jormungandr the world serpent the midgar world serpent, serpent. thithnik thithnik kind of big and scary but yes he's in he spits poison so that's like one of the things so in ragnarok Jormungandr actually does kill. Well, he doesn't kill Thor. Thor kills him. But the poison that Jormungandr spits out hits Thor. Thor takes nine steps back after he kills Jormungandr and falls dead. And that's what happens in Ragnarok. So Thor doesn't make it through Ragnarok. So it's like a mutually assured destruction thing. Exactly. Yep. Speaking of destruction, let's talk about this beer. Yeah, you. Okay. Is it destroying your sobriety? I definitely feel it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like you. I'm like, get the warm one, take the sweater off. Yeah, it's a little hot. It gets a little hot. So this is called Under by IPA. Again, it's from Big Dogs Brewing Company out of Las Vegas, Nevada. Mm-hmm. Um, it. I thought it was an IPA. It's not. It's a doable IPA. Whoopsie doody. It's eight point seven percent. Whoops. Um, it does, it's not trying to tell me a story. It's literally just a cartoon drawing of a dog on a blue can. Beautiful. Being adorable. It's really good. Oh, good. Yay. It's very good. It's very hoppy. It comes in real hop heavy. Mm-hmm. Punch me in the face. But you like that. 
Yes, and it's more of a citrusy than a Christmas tree. Okay. Hop. Okay. Uh, but like it's got a good, it's got the good smell and it's got the good taste. I am thoroughly enjoying this. I would say like I'm gonna have another one of these, but I don't think that that would serve me well tomorrow. No, that you'd be, you'd wake up with the night heats for sure. Oh, yeah, I get the Loki sweats, but it's really good. It's really good. It's nice and bitter and hoppy. I appreciate it. It's. I'm happy that I have more of these in my fridge. Uh, I will now take note that they are big boy beers. Yep, just have one. <laughs> just have one. Nice. Now right. I know that. <laughs> well, this is the part of the show where old pal Bob gets to pick a winner. Hey, guess what I love? Hmm. Feeling smart. Mm-hmm. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course you yep. do. And I got Who doesn't? For the last uh, half hours. That was pretty good. Uh, you know what else I love? What? Bad Spanish oncologists. Lo yeah. siento. You know what else I, I love? I love to die in Spanish. Drunk men who pick up cats. Because that means they're probably going to throw them and cats suck. You know what else I love? The 1862 French fighty boats. Those are yeah. the best boats. You can find them in the ocean near you. You know what else I love? Asgardian participation trophies. If you if it, if you suck, stay, it's okay. But if there's one thing I love more than anything, it's squid on squid crime because we finally talked about it. Vanessa wins. Yay. Oh, yay. <laughs> I did a cat impersonation. But you did you do know a lot about squids as well. You did learn. Yes. It's true. You it's, know a lot about this whole episode. Really, I did. I was you won pleased. this episode. You felt smart this, this whole This was a whole episode. episode of bullshit I know about. Yeah, <laughs> nary a ghost to be found. No, not a single ghost. True. <laughs> All right, guys, come back next week. Next week, there'll probably be booze. There there will definitely be bruise, maybe. <laughs> Actually, I know <laughs> it's next week. There will be neither. There will be booze, but no bruise. It doesn't oh, matter. Oh, interesting. Well, until then. Cheers. cheers. <laughs> I'm intrigued. <laughs>